0: Along with individual experts, Surgeon Masters brings you life improvement strategies in 10 minutes. These proven principles and strategies are easy to learn and can be applied immediately, allowing you to practice your best. Here's your host, Jeff Smith. Welcome everybody to the Surgeon Masters mini podcast. I have with me our guest, Dr. Terry Malcolm. She's a certified physician coach and physician executive. I'm super excited. I'm happy, elated, really glad to have you here. Welcome, Terry.
1: Yeah, thanks, Jeff. I, I echo the sentiment, and it's a pleasure to chat with you today.
0: Well, I was also doing a little bit of a pun because I think we were going to talk about building our emotional vocabulary, something that you shared in your blogs or writing and something that I think you really like sharing with people. I thought you could help us share that with our audience and tell us a little bit about you and why you like talking about it.
1: Yeah, I, I love talking about emotions because I think emotions are such important information and they play a pivotal role in our actions and our behaviors and in our thoughts. So, In line with our scientific minds, I think it's important for us to be emotional scientists and to find more information about ourselves. So, I love discussing emotions, and it's a big part of what I've incorporated into my coaching practice. As you mentioned, I'm a physician coach and I'm a physician executive, and my clinical background is as a OBGYN. So I've kind of always been in the warm, fuzzy area in in general. And so I just think that this is really important for us as physicians to gain a deeper understanding of who we are and how we tick by tapping into our emotions.
0: And I don't think you mean to suggest that it's easy for us to do that, or that's necessarily the culture that we've been brought up in. So tell us a little bit more about that.
1: Yeah, I think you you hit right on the nose, like right on the button, because I think that that's why I have such an interest in it. Is because I was, I was experiencing a lot of emotions throughout my training and throughout my clinical practice and never really felt that it was appropriate for me to express all of those emotions because that's not a part of what our training consists of. And, you know, our days are really filled with problem solving and task completion. So it just makes sense that we're asking one another, so how are you doing? How's it going? But so much of what we do is based upon how we are feeling and how we behave is based upon how we are feeling. And so it's not very often that we really ask ourselves, how am I feeling? Or ask our colleagues, so how are you feeling today? because emotions can be really messy and emotions can be complicated and and then we're not sure if we necessarily have the response depending upon how the the right thing to say depending upon what the other person does say to us so i just really wanted to get to a point of where it was normal to feel and say it's okay to feel because i'm a human being and we're all human beings and that's what we're supposed to do we're supposed to feel
0: you know, and you describe it. I I kind of think of all sorts of different scenarios that other physicians and surgeons are experiencing. And I think maybe there's certain isolated situations where we really need to manage and control that. You know, maybe in the middle of an operation, maybe in the middle of a medical crisis. But even there, you kind of have to create some awareness around it. But certainly, almost every other circumstance, it seems like we don't address this, and it impacts leadership, impacts our collegial relationships, it impacts so much. So what can we do the, to get better at this?
1: So you brought up some great scenarios. So I think, you know, in really high emotional situations, like a crisis, or you're in the middle of a, you know, a case, and a surgical case, and maybe it's not going exactly as you'd like it to go. I think we're more forgiving of one another when we have an emotional outburst because it's unexpected, right? What I really like to focus on is what do you do prior to those events, prior to those normal day-to-day events that we all have? So we're all getting up in the morning. We're all getting dressed and getting in the car. Or maybe we're not traveling right now, but we're all starting you know, the day with work and going to meetings, stepping into a Zoom meeting, chiming into a Zoom meeting. So I really try to focus in on how am I feeling or what am I feeling before I start these daily activities? So what I really like to ask, you know, my clients to do is just when you wake up in the morning, how are you feeling? When you get ready to start a Zoom meeting or before you walk into a patient's room, How are you feeling? So just some of those everyday activities that we do that we don't even really think about or pause to give any time to say, how am I feeling right now? And then is that feeling going to serve me in accomplishing whatever goal I need to in this moment? So maybe before you go into the OR, how am I feeling before I walk into the OR? And maybe you're really agitated. Maybe you're really annoyed. Like maybe you just had an encounter with somebody in the doctor's lounge, or maybe you know someone just told you that your case has been delayed 20 minutes, anything. Maybe you just got a note from your kid's teacher telling you that your child had not turned in their virtual assignment. So that's gonna annoy you. Is that the type of emotion that's going to serve you just before you start an OR case? Most likely not. Most likely it's just kind of putting you on edge a little bit. And it's recognizing that I'm a little annoyed. That's okay that I'm a little annoyed right now. Let me stop. Let me pause. Let me take a deep breath. And is this the emotion that's really best going to serve me right now? And then start making those steps to move through that emotion and shift to a place that's going to better serve you.
0: Excellent. So what I'm understanding is a bit of emotional check-in, multiple points throughout your day, certainly as you're kind of going into any next situation and then acknowledging that and processing it to how it will or will not work for you?
1: Exactly. You nailed it. So, you know, I think of it as... Um, And what I think is very helpful is a one, five, seven model to follow. So I like numbers and I like to keep it very short and very, very simple. So we don't have one emotion that we experience throughout the entire day. We have multiple emotions that we can experience. So just choose five random times throughout the day. Maybe it's when you get up in the morning, maybe it's on your way to work. Maybe it's before you walk into a patient's room or the OR or Maybe it's when you sit down to dinner. Or maybe it's when you get ready for bed. Any five random times through throughout the day. And just notice how you're feeling. Just record, identify what am I feeling right now? Am I bored? Am I excited? Am I happy? Am I cheerful? Am I sad? Am I calm? Whatever that is, and just recognize that. And do that five times a day. For seven consecutive days, because we need data, right? So we need adequate information to really determine how we're feeling and then go back and reflect and just kind of look at what kind of emotional roller coaster ride am I on in that past week? And then you can also start to see what are my trigger points? What are those things that do tend to set me off a little bit more? When are those times where I'm more relaxed or I'm calmer? What are those times where I'm happier? And see if you can try to, if that's what you're looking for, of course, to replicate those times. But then, if those times when you find I tend to be really agitated, I tend to be really annoyed, are those emotions that are serving me at that moment?
0: So good. And I, I think you say it so well broadly. I just want you to just remind everybody what we want them to do to move forward.
1: So, in building your emotional vocabulary, follow a 157 model. So that means find five times throughout the day that you're going to check in with your emotional self for seven consecutive days. And at each of those five moments, just identify what's that emotion that I was feeling then. And at the end of those seven days, go back and just reflect what was the most dominant emotion? What did you see the most and how well were those emotions serving you and accomplishing the goals that you wanted at that time?
0: Thank you so much, Terry.
1: Yeah, it was a pleasure. Great chatting with you, Jeff.
0: There you have it. In less than 10 minutes, this is Jeff Smith along with Dr. Terry Malcolm. Until the next episode of Life Improvement Strategies for the Surgeon Who Wants More. Ciao. Now, take 10 minutes and put your plan into action to practice your best.